This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Yes, our Patreon, where every Sunday you get a whole nother bonus episode of Says Who. If you give it the 5 or $10 a month level, that $10 a month level also gets you into the Says Who sticker club. The stickers for May folks, folks that were charged May 1st, those are shipping this week. There's been a production error, they just told me but they are coming. Those will come out this week uh, if you were charged May 1st. So get excited. And if you want to get the June stickers, sign up or upgrade by the end of this month because they charge on June 1st. So that's what gets you the June sticker. Patreon.com slash says who. Ah, books, 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 Dan, 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 books in the woods, box in the woods comes out. In 20 days. Well, by the time you're listening to this night, wait, no, yes, 20 days because 30 days of September, April, June, thir- 20 days, <laughs> 15th of June. There, that's a that's probably the easier way to say it. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on, Dan. Am I ready? Yeah, you're ready. Am I? You are beyond ready. I don't think I'm ready. You were born ready. I have a lot to do. Let me just put it that way. All right. But that's. There's a, I guess there's a critical difference where we say I'm not ready. And it's not that you're not ready. You just have a lot to do. And that's an important philosophical difference. Yeah. It's not like the book isn't like the book's coming out. Book's ready coming or out. not. Yeah. So it's really just a get it together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you pre-order it, um, I'll marry you and move into your house, move into your walls, uh, just become a part of your life. Um, certainly like integrate it. in my Photoshop myself into your family photos. Um, turn up where you work. Uh, um, teach your children my ways. Um, make you food at night and then come into your bedroom and say, I made you soup. So why not pre-order the box of the woods and get me in your life? And if you want Maureen's books, including pre-ordering, uh, you can go to bookshop.org slash shop slash Says who, we've collected them all in a handy little spot. My books are there too, plus books from people that we've mentioned on the podcast. So go to bookshop.org slash shop slash says who. There's a lot of slashes in that. Another place you can go if you want things is merch.saysyoupodcast.com where we have shirts and mugs and all kinds of other things. We just have things for you wherever you want to go. We just will follow you. That's it. I'm not no, just follow you. Yeah, we'll just follow you. Right. And whenever you turn around, you'll notice something ducking out of the way. Yeah. That's us. It's going to be one of us. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. We, we'll and remember, if you, s- if you see one of us, it, it means that another one of us is behind you. It's true. Just this out of you. This reminds me of the time that my kid had a birthday. And I convinced him that I had hired a clown to stand outside of our house with balloons, but to duck out of the way every time he looked out the window. It's still the greatest thing I'd ever heard. That's us now. Every time you look out the window, we're just ducking away. Yeah. And I want you to really get that in your head and really dwell on it and commit it and say, I know it's not true, but what if it was true? Like, what if we singled out one of you without telling you, and that was actually true, but just really one of us, one of you, this is really happening to. Yeah. Maybe you it's wake you. wake up at night and you're like, what was that? And then you, f- you feel something. You're like, something's off. 
It's not a malevolent presence, but it's certainly a presence. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we are. There we are on the rise of the resistance ride. Dan. We're riding Dumbo. Dan. Dan, oh, Dan, Dan, Dan. Here's hey. a picture. Huh, what? Dan, it's time to record. What are you I'm, doing? Uh, I'm looking at my Dole Whip that I had when I went to Disneyland on the last good day. Last February? Mm-hmm. February 2020. You're looking at a picture of a Dole Whip you had in February mm-hmm. of 2020. Sometimes it's all you got to do. It's all you've you ha- have. You've had a lot of food since then, Dan. Yeah, but I haven't had a Dole Whip. Uh, look at us. We're on, we're on riding Tumbo. Dan. This year. Mr. In Toad's fact, Wild Ride. Disney World and Land are both now open. They are. We could I bet go. it's great. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Dan. I we, think we're it's not, perfect. Dan, this we're not going amazing. yet. Dan, we're not going yet. Don't get over. I'm ready. Dan, when you get let's overexcited. Go. It's open. You know what happens. Nothing could go wrong. Dan, you have to reset your expectations. No, sounds great. You said they're open. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Dan. Hmm. You've got to wait. It's all I have. You have other things. It's not a, all I got. All I got are these pictures. All I got is this ear hat. Dan. Dan all I got had... is the memory of a Dole Whip. Dan, have you had a long week? It's been a long week. Is it hard in the basement right now? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> it really lulled me in there with that. I, I know. Bring it up, bring it down. Jesus. That's right. The podcast that, that isn't a podcast. Oh, what? The podcast that isn't a podcast. <laughs> it's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. And I'm Maureen Johnson. Dan? Hmm? You know, this has been, uh, the last two weeks have been this slow transition. It's like we're getting into a pool. You know how you go down the steps sometimes to get used to the pool? Yeah. And there's usually five steps. Okay. It's That's like, ve- it's very you know, specific. You know what I mean? Like there's three, sure. to, there, there's not like billions of steps to get into <laughs> yes, a pool. There's a couple not, steps. You're not descending a elaborate staircase. Right. But in this case, it's like we're getting into a pool and there's 30 steps and they're all an inch deep. And we're just like constantly just stepping a little bit further into the yep. pool as we get back into something sort of resembling normal life. And um, I realized yesterday I went out to do something fairly normal like I would have done before. Um, and I was just wrestling with myself the whole time. Like I'm not, I'm not anxious about being here. I just don't know how to be here. Right. Totally. I feel weird about being here and not because I think I'm going to get sick, just because I've forgotten being here. Yeah. It, it is the amount of things that I feel like I have to relearn are, is significant at this point because I definitely don't, I don't know quite how to interact <laughs> with yeah. people. Yeah. I think is the main issue. Not great. The main issue is not the places. The main issue is the people. Yeah. Like, do I look at you or not? I can't remember. Right. Totally. And we, um, I took the, 
I took the team to get his second shot on Friday in an abandoned Kmart. And let me tell you, if you want to murder me, (laughs) have me step into a cavernous space Mm -hmm. with a lot of empty space reverb going on. Right. And play the weight by the band as I walk in to get my teenager his Is that second really what was playing? COVID vaccine. Yes. And I Don't was just walk like to Georgia. No, but you know, take a load Don't off, off Annie. Annie. Yeah. Take a load for free. And boy, I was like, I'm a mess now. Eh, eh, yeah. Eh, you put the load right on down, down, yeah. down. Yep. It was something. That was a that was a musical choice that I could have done without for that auspicious moment. Dan, you look a little frazzled today. I am. Uh, so we are we are one week away from the end of Zoom school, which is um, good and also means now the the tiny amount of coverage that Zoom cool school offers is going away. But also, I think that everyone at Zoom school has given up. At this right. point. So yesterday, which Mondays have always meant you get a whopping half hour of school. Um, the the five-year-old sat down excited. He likes the Mondays because they're a little more fun for that half hour. And uh, sat down, signed on. He can do all of this himself at this point. And uh, no one was coming on. Nothing was happening. The, the call wasn't working. And, you know, he kind of quit and restarted like he can troubleshoot Zoom like the best of us at this point, uh, all on his own. Finally, 15 minutes in, we get a note from like a room mother that's like, oh, sorry, the teacher's actually at the school building today and the power's out. So there was no Zoom school yesterday. Then there was no Zoom school today. So I was scrambling this morning uh, to fill that gap it's easier when you know it's happening but um but yeah it just feels like there's sort of a collective shrug at this point we didn't even get like an email from the principal being like hey sorry that the power was out it's been maybe it hasn't been restored maybe they still have no power we don't really know but they seem to have given up so yeah i'm a little i'm a little bit frazzled i also have a a great deal of actual work work happening right now so on top of everything else it's the Plates in the air. Dan. Hmm? Your five-year-old has now done an entire school year over Zoom, kindergarten. Yeah. And before that, he was in preschool? Yeah, or? he was in a, a two-hour-a-day in-person preschool. But then he did the last bit over last bit. Well, the last bit of preschool just didn't happen. Just there was no happen. virtual version of it. Uh, they did a couple of calls. Uh, and they did the world's uh, Janice actually just reminded me because her phone brought her a photo. They did the world's saddest graduation preschool graduation over Zoom, where they all made out of like construction paper little graduation hats. But the whole thing was so foreign to them because they a didn't know what a graduation was, but b hadn't actually been in school for weeks. Right. So it was just sort of this a bunch of kids. Wearing hats. On a Zoom call, confused. No, this right. was all on Zoom, too. Right. Uh, confused as to why they were there or what right. it all meant and why they were wearing dumb hats. Honestly, that could describe a lot of us. That's a lot of graduations. That's a lot of life. That's yeah, true. But yeah, one year. Who, what Zoom am school. I doing? 
where am I? Why am I wearing this hat? These are the big three. <laughs> yeah. D- Dan and your and your and the teen, he has also done a full year and basically like a year and a half of high yeah. school on yeah, Zoom. He's wrapping up this week. Do you feel that they learn things? Um, I actually do. I think they both they actually both learned things. I would say the teen learned a fair amount and a fair amount of that was thanks to the fact that he's pretty good at learning stuff. So he, it was, you know, fairly straightforward for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably would have learned more had it been a normal school year, but you know, wishing it was a normal school year and a dollar will get me something worth a dollar. Um, and the, the, uh, you know, the five-year-old, I would say, learned a lot, but mostly, like, the thing that was interesting to me was he actually enjoyed it, right? Mm -hmm. He could sit still enough. He liked, like, he made friends in little Zoom boxes. Like, a lot of the things that you look to kindergarten to do, kindergarten is much less a, like, are they going to have a vigorous academic experience, or at least that's not what I'm looking for. It's, you know, will they get to know how to interact with kids? Can they follow basic directions of, you know, when to talk and when not to talk and that kind of thing. And, um, he got good at that. You know, he looked forward to Like he looked forward to it every day. Oh, and, uh, it didn't offer much coverage for parents, I would say. And, uh, it was often frustrating, but he, he got, he got more out of it than, I would have expected. And emotionally, how do you feel about the prospect of them going back in September in person? I would say at this point, the teen is fully vaxxed. Mm-hmm. And um, the, you know, the at this point, any anyone that would be in the high school could be fully vaxxed. You know, the when it was 16, that would still leave you know, freshmen out the mix. But now that it's 12, um, anyone can be fully vaxxed. I feel fairly okay about it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little bit unclear how much restrictions and things like that they'll have in place, I think largely because they don't really know, you know. Um, the latest communications they've had is is basically we can't require the vaccine because it's still, um, because the FDA's, has it as an emergency mm-hmm. like the 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 emergency authorization but that once it stops being an emergency authorized thing and is a real thing they can it seems like they're they're not going to hesitate to require it but also where i live is a, like i believe it's something like 85% of the population of the town i'm in is vaccinated you know like it's it's non controversial you know right. same and, uh, same here we're we have really good figures here in new york yeah you know quiet. and so that knowledge i think allows me to feel fairly confident about things like going back the the little one is a little bit iffier cuz he likely won't the vax won't be there in time but it also if if the entire community spread is negligible that feels fairly good Dan, you know, this transition has been, it's been something, but I I think of, I'm going to use her real name, my friend Julie, Mm -hmm. who not only was she 
sort of going through this pandemic and going through many of the ups and downs of job, you know, job stuff that got fucked up and all, all kinds of like the stuff of COVID. But she also has a deadbeat landlord. Oof. She lives in a, a big building uptown and it's, uh, they knew there were bed bugs in the building a while ago oh, no. and they did nothing. Oh, no, they did nothing. And they did nothing. And, then uh, it sh- the bed bugs go up, so they shot up the building, up a whole kind of column of the just basically all the units that have a C. They just shot up. Oof! And since September, she has been living in bed bug land. Wait, since September? Correct. It's May. It's Dan. May. It, the the kind of emergency declaration in the building started in September, and for months now. She has lived with all of her belongings. First, you have to like put everything in trash bags. Yeah. And then you have to get a bed bug machine. And basically, it cooks all your stuff. Oh, yeah. The, so the every heat, right? four hours or so, all of her belongings have to go through uh, like a bed bug machine. Oh, no. Um, and she, you know, she had to get rid of it. She's like, sofa gone, bed frame, you know. The headboard gone, the, you know, she bought, like, when she leaves uh, the house, she has a car, she she boils her clothes, basically, and then showers, and then quickly gets, like, has, like, a clean escape route to get out. This is a nightmare. This has been going on since September, Dan. She's like, and yeah, I opened up my makeup bag the other day, and there was a live old bed bug in it. Um, They feed on her at night. Um. Yeah, I thought they were tiny. Like she's like, no, no, they're kind of like they sound much bigger than I thought they actually were. And um, so, if you can imagine, you're going through quarantine, but you're not just doing it alone with all kinds of other fucked up things happening. You're doing it with in, in an infested bed bug apartment. This is absolutely with a horrible with a dirt bag landlord who's gaslighting you. And all kinds of drama with that and community drama uh, with all your stuff in trash bags and having to throw away your belongings and basically escape the city uh, because you've been driven out, not just by disease and other factors, but many tiny bugs that live in all your stuff. Oh. I, she just told me the update on it the other day, Dan, and I just wanted to share that particular picture of covid um, that is horrible. And it's really hard to overstate the deadbeatness of New York landlords. I mean, that seems... I think that you've painted a vibrant picture. Predatory doesn't begin to describe the nature of New York landlords and real estate. Which is why it was not a surprise to anyone in New York that Donald Trump and his family and cohorts got involved in politics. Um, everything made sense to us. Yeah. But Dan, normal life creaks apace. Yeah. Are you normaling it up over there? No. Okay. I'm not ready. Oscar is going to go back into the physical office for just like a visit for the first time since last March. Wow. Uh, to, to I, st- I think, to get something or drop something back. And a few of the managers are going to meet up and look around and kind of go, 
hey, if we ever come back here, what will it be like? And right. what were we doing? So basically stuff that they were doing last March is still up on the whiteboards and yeah. things like that. Just it's like it's it's frozen in time. I have I have a few friends that are journalists that have gone back in and, you know, on their desk will be the latest issue of whatever. And it is all from last February and it's all like coronavirus. How bad can it get? And they're like, well, now we know. I want to see a whole Instagram of shit people find on their desks when they return. Yeah, no kidding. Like, what were we thinking and doing at that time? Yeah. It's like the Pompeii of work. That was r when they sent the teen home from school last year. Uh, when they finally realized, like, we're not going back. They had to have this incredibly elaborate pickup system for the shit left in kids' lockers, which had been sitting idle for, you know, a month and a half or two months or whatever at that Stinky. point. Stinky. Yeah, and you're talking about a school of 4,000 kids. So, like, the process of opening the lockers, like, assessing the situation, like, imagine that. Like, whatever you fucking left in your high school locker suddenly, uh, you know. Food. Yeah, uh, yeah. so he was like, I think there's some snacks in there. They threw so, a lot. They they seem to have made some editorial decisions. Someone's they, got a sandwich. Yeah. So they did throw away some of the snacks and things. And he got like his pair of gym shoes and stuff like that back. But yeah, for many people in offices, I think about like the secret snack stash that I would have had in a desk. Mm -hmm. That would have been moldy. I'm very nervous. I'm upset about him going back. Not because I think he's in danger because I have grown very used to him being here and I don't want him to go. So yeah. I'm going to have to misery this situation where I kind of uh -oh. cement him into the living room or something. Well, if I can make a recommendation on that, have yeah. him uh, accidentally break a big toe because oh. I'm three weeks into that shit now and I'm still basically immobile. I'm not not thinking about it, Dan. Yeah, you know, just a little judicious drop right on that big toe. It's mm. not though. It's not the worst pain. No, it's, I'm not in a great deal of pain, but I definitely am not hoofing it many places still. I thought I would be. I'm very frustrated by it. I'm sorry, Dan. It's okay, but, but thank I'm just you, saying. Thank you for the... I got you. <sighs> this sounds like the solution I've been looking for. Well, that's what I'm here for, Maureen. That's what I'm here for. But Dan... Not not all of COVID has been bed bugs and bags and, you know, life finds a way. And someone we know, as I pointed out to you at the start, Disneyland is open. It is. It's, but it's great. And someone we know has been there. It, was it great? We're going to find out. Are we? Yeah, she's here. I bet it was great. Achilles uses back. Nothing could go wrong. She's been to Disneyland. And she's going to tell us how great it was. <sighs> Nothing can go wrong now. Gila Hughes, friend of Says Who, co-host of the excellent daily news podcast, What a Day, and former Disney princess has joined us on previous episodes of this very podcast to talk Disney. She is back again today because she's been back. 
to Disneyland now that it's finally reopened after 14 months. What is COVID Disney like? Just how awful is that Ferris wheel in California adventure? Would she go back? Let's take a break from the news and find out. Akila. Hey. Good to have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me again. It's been so long. It has. Has it was it before times? I think, no, it, I think we, we were in it. Yeah, we we must have we're done at least times. one pandemic. <laughs> one pandemic F. I think we were in the mix. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because I you had a you, there was a pool at your house. Yes, that's right. I have a pool. Um, it's still not getting much use. You know, I honestly think it should be illegal for me to have one if I'm going to not use it like this. Sounds so amazing. I mean, well, you're more than welcome to come visit. You know, whenever you feel up for it, <laughs> the backyard is beautiful and spaced and outside. <laughs> I will tell you the truth that the other day I got my little bins and I had a little tepid water soak so I could do a pedicure at home. And I was like, this is the closest I'm getting to a pool right now. And it's just two inches of tepid water in a bin. <laughs> I'm really proud of you for, for getting it out, you know? <laughs> Let's talk Disney. Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. What a place. You went back to Disneyland. I did. The last time you were there, I was there with you. That's right. (laughs) The last good day. The last good day. Mm -hmm. Back in the before times. Back. And I want to know everything. Oh, my gosh. I have so much to share. Um, Well, I guess I'd start with saying I don't recommend it. Oh, God. oh no! <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, I think that because Disney was so excellent in the before times, and it was like a, such a fun thing to do, it feels really uh, like the worst case scenario when you go now. Like none of the charm is there. It's very dystopian. So I'll take you through just like even how you get in the park now. Yes, I want to hear it. Uh, so you, you park in the parking garage, which is fine. And they have some attendance and it's like, you know, low capacity. So it's really easy to get parking. So what used to take maybe an hour to find parking has now been replaced with an hour of walking out of that parking garage because they make you walk the length of the tram because there is no tram. Oh, wow. (laughs) So there are just a bunch of benches and signs that say, you're almost there. Get ready for magic. And a lot of just people sitting down. (laughs) Why is there no tram? I guess they didn't want to have people in a group. So if they weren't vaccinated, they can't be like super spreading. I also think they just didn't want to hire those people to like wait around if no one showed up. So it seems like, you know, just that was jarring and it took at least a half an hour. I mean, I, I th- it felt like two hours. I was well there alone. So I'm walking by myself just in a big open lane <laughs> to see nothing forever. So I could complain for the rest of my life about that part of it. Um <laughs> And that's just part one. Uh, I went to Disneyland instead of California Adventure first, thinking, you know, I'll get the feeling of magic and then I'll get my thrills later in the day. Because you have to choose now, right? Yeah, that's right. You can't just willy-nilly jump back and forth. Well, they have a park hopper option, but you have to buy two days. And so I was like, okay, I'll do that. But then I had such a bad time that I didn't go back. Oh, no. Um, All right, look. So... One thing I will note, too, is the people who work there, God bless them for going to work in a pandemic, but they do not want to be there. <laughs> oh, no. And it is very apparent. I mean, 
through the masks, you can tell no one is very happy. They don't even tell you to have a magical day anymore. And I almost believe that it is a mandate because if you told someone to have a magical day and then they had the day I had, they would want a refund. (laughs) So uh, I get in the park and I'm like, all right, let's see what the vibe is. And you can hear the music on Main Street really clearly in a way that you usually can't. So I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And then, uh, so I turned the corner and I'm in there and sort of where the, the train is, there are several characters, Minnie, Mickey, I believe Pluto and Goofy, but they're like 50 feet from each other and 80 feet from you. (laughs) And they're all just waving. And there's like a big gate there now, just in case someone drunk tried to jump it. So it's like, you really feel like they're in jail. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Like I felt like I was at the zoo. Like I was like, I feel weird. (laughs) I feel like we shouldn't be looking at them like this. So also there's no good pictures. Yeah. They have them all fenced in really far back. Like don't even try it. It's crazy. I've, I remember uh, watching a a video with the five-year-old. He loves watching videos from (laughs) Disney. And and there's like one guy that he really likes a lot. And that guy started going back early. And it was like from Epcot. And, you know, the guy was like, oh, look, there's winnie the pooh or whatever and then it's like he's like rack focusing like down and there's just like winnie the pooh walking through like next to the river like so fucking far away and like waving and it's just (laughs) it's really weird it's sad like i was like i don't ever want to see mickey mouse like this again like if he's gonna be that far from me he needs to be on a float but there are no parades so (laughs) um it was just sort of a, a long journey and i thought you know, okay, there's several issues and part of this is my fault. So when Dan and I went to Disneyland, I begged my way on to the Rise of the Resistance, right? Yeah, <laughs> because he got up early and did the right thing. And I didn't do that, but I wanted to ride and they let me on. And we actually got to ride it kind of twice because <laughs> uh, it yeah, broke down halfway through the first. Uh, and so I saw that there was there were two different sort of ways to get tickets that day. There was one at 8 a.m. It was like a sort of lottery. You just had to be ready to like click into the app and do it. But there was another opportunity at noon. So I hadn't left home by then. And I'm like, I'll just do it from here. By the time I get there, it'll be so easy. No, you have to be checked into the park. Oh, no. (laughs) But so I still walked over there and I'm like, I'm not going to try to beg my way on. I literally have no one with me. (laughs) Like they don't care based on how it's gone. But so I I went all the way over to the Star Wars land and um, to, to Galaxy's Edge And I was like, okay, cool. I will do Smuggler's Run. And I'm sure there's like a single rider situation. There is not. (laughs) There are no single riders at the park because they they make you ride like with your group, no matter what. Yeah. So I had to wait for two hours (laughs) in a line with all these other people to then ride the ride alone. And the ride kept pointing out that I was alone the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so you... You were in the Millennium Falcon ride. Yeah. By yourself? By myself. There's six seats. I, it was just me. And the whole time the ride was like, only a pilot? That seems like a bad idea. I guess we'll have Chewy remote pilot. I'm like, that's enough. You don't have to bring it up again. <laughs> and they brought it, it up in. for the entirety of the ride. Hey, you have no friends. Guess you're going to yell at me alone, fucker. <laughs> exactly. You might as well crash it. Who would miss you? Like, that's the kind of discourse that I'm getting as I ride alone. Uh, so I just, after a certain point, stop trying. I'm like, you know what? Let's just wreck into everything. <laughs> Who cares? 
So, you know, after that depressing display, I come out, the guy doesn't even make a joke about how much money I owe, which is customary. Typically, they're like, oh, you really fucked it up. <laughs> you, got, you owe us a million dollars in whatever our currency is. And he just wasn't even there. I had to wander down a hallway. The exit signs were pointing everywhere. <laughs> At one point, I think I was in a cast member area, but fine. <laughs> it's so devastating. At this point, I'm hungry because I've been there for two hours. And I think, you know what? I'm going to get a Dole Whip. I know that there's also like a very online way to do this where you have to like schedule your time to go pick things up. Right. So I look for the Dole Whip thing and I'm like, cool, maybe I'll be able to get it like within an hour, seven hour wait. What? What? <laughs> seven hour wait. <laughs> the line for the Dole Whip is longer than the line for Rise of the Resistance. So no, I did not get a Dole Whip, but I did wait Holy 45 shit. minutes for a corn dog. Oh no. And it was way too much corn to dog. The ratio was bad. This is the issue with corn dogs generally. Yeah, it's never correct. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever had a good corn dog. They've always corn dog wanted is one. one of those things that is a delicious idea, but yeah. the actual execution is never. It was very you just bad. Just kind of eat your memory. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, they have taken out a lot of the seating around the Magic Kingdom um, that isn't dining seating, but that's all spaced out. So it's still just as hard to find somewhere to sit with your sad, lonely fucking corn dog. <laughs> uh, so it's a lot of me standing <laughs> with a corn dog and then trying to reach into a bag for napkins. <laughs> and then like having people look at me because I'm, I'm kind of still wearing my mask because you're supposed to, you're allowed to take it off in the dining area, but I wasn't in the dining area because <laughs> I couldn't be. So I was eating a corn dog through a mask um, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, let's just see if Pirates of the Caribbean is here. I like the smell of the water. It's kind of hot. Maybe the air conditioning will be good. Uh, no, it's a three hour wait for Pirates. I, I'm very close to Haunted Mansion, though. And I'm like, that's great. That ride just moves. Like, that'll be 20 minutes. And it said 20 minutes on the app. So I walk over there. It's down. <laughs> oh, no. All the rides are down. Small World's down. Dumbo's down. Everywhere I thought could be the easiest place to get on. It's hard. And so the only thing I've ridden <laughs> the entire day is my lonely ride. And I've decided, all right, maybe I'll have some alcohol at California Adventure. <laughs> so I head across to California Adventure. <laughs> and it is um, just as depressing, uh, maybe more so because there's really never been a theme over there. <laughs> like it's right. just sort of like Hollywoodish. and you know it's really separate and i think okay they just got mickey's philhar magic which is a 3d show with mickey and all the characters singing through the movies and again i'm looking for air conditioning so i get over there and they're like immediately kind of weird like you got to stand on this circle and i'm like okay and like no that circle and i'm like i mean all right like no one's over here like wherever (laughs) you want me to stand i'll stand just like be clear about it so they bring me these 3d glasses and they're like oh it went down So I hand them back the glasses. Yes. I think I'm in the Truman Show at Disney. Like, they choose one main character of the day. (laughs) It's just like, let's see how many disappointing events can happen before she gives up and goes home. So I'm like, fine, I can't see a 3D show. And I just walk forever. My feet are, like, screaming. And I walk all the way to uh, Pixar Pier. And I'm like, all right. Maybe I'll do, I, first I think I'll do the Toy Story Mania ride, which is a lot of fun. It's a game. But then I thought they're going to make me ride alone again. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, high score of myself is not really anything worth my time. 
Um, and so I think that the first ride, oh, I walked past the cars ride. I asked a woman who worked there, like, so is it no single rider anywhere? Is there single rider here? She literally says, nope. And turns around and walks away. And I'm like, swerved. Like, Jesus. The wildest thing about all of this is like, you are literally like describing all of the places that me and you went to. It had a great time. And when we went, they were like, oh yeah, you know what? It's like the car's ride. They were like, yeah, it is a two hour wait, but you know what? You guys are are really cute. cute, So go on in. There were no cute points when I was there. No, <laughs> so I th- I'm going to say that was on you. Your cuteness got us. <laughs> My cuteness got me kicked out. Um, it was wild. Uh, so from there, I was walking through Pixar Pier, just, you know, dejected. And I see these grown men getting kicked out because they decided to take their mask off on a ride. And uh, hearing their defense... I don't believe it. They're like, we're getting kicked out because we had an emergency. They're like, what was the mask emergency? They didn't have one. (laughs) They just, so they got kicked out. Um, Then I decided to do the Ferris wheel. I'm not a big fan of Ferris wheels, but it was the only thing that was rideable within like a 50 mile radius. (laughs) And so I stupidly got in the line. That is the swinging. uh, I don't even know what you call it. The swinging little hangy part instead of the one that is stagnant and just you get to sit and cry in and no one can hear you <laughs> so uh, i was kind of scream crying by myself in the swinging gondola <laughs> it was horrifying um that and also so loud is, that ride is the worst ride worst. in any disney park i have never <laughs> felt more terrified than in that fucking swinging horrible. gondola horrible it just repeatedly feels like something has gone deeply wrong. <laughs> it does. Every moment that I felt safe, I just like would have to put my foot on the other seat to be like, okay, yeah. so this is how we're going to fall to our death if we do. Like, right. I'll probably break this leg, but not my whole body if I'm, if I'm spread out, you know? <laughs> it is absolutely wild to me that they have not somehow fix that right. Like, I get it. They built a giant fucking Ferris wheel. You can't really take it out because that would... <laughs> change the look of the thing but my god yeah that fucking ferris wheel and it also everyone's experience with it is i tricked myself into riding the thing that literally i spent 20 minutes thinking i was dying yeah you know yeah yeah and i mean talk about a way to go after having the day i had (laughs) all right i am just hanging on by a thread (laughs) and then i realize i'm in the swinging one alone um, and you can't so get out and it lasts forever. Yeah. There's no like special like, hey, excuse me. I, I made a mistake. <laughs> right. You just in there for like 10 minutes alone going in circles. You see other people get off before you. You're jealous. It's just like really sad. <laughs> oh, it's horrific. And so I closed out the night. <laughs> and uh, the night is really 5 p.m. because I'm like, I honestly can't. Like, I know I have to walk six hours back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't justify waiting any longer for food or fun to start. And so I go to the Incredicoaster. <laughs> and the Incredicoaster is great. You know, it, it had a 20-minute wait. Um, they did forget to take down some signs that I thought were very funny. Like there's one that says, like, uh, smile, there's going to be a picture on this ride. But we're all wearing masks. So <laughs> took a picture of myself with that sign. Because who, I mean, it's not like I was smiling all day, but it's, <laughs> especially not then. 
Um, and, and I would say, you know, that, that ride uh, holds up. It's great. I had to ride in the front because again, alone, <laughs> so not my favorite place to ride on any roller coaster. I like to be on the caboose. Uh, I like to be in the back. I like to <laughs> pull up the rear, but I was in the front and, um, you know, I thought that that was fine. And then it took me 17 hours to get back to the car. I drove home barefoot <laughs> because I was just like, my feet have expanded. This is horrible. Um, but yeah, also that walking is a lot more noticeable when there are fewer people around. Oh, interesting. Like all day, you're just like, oh, if I'm not moving quickly, I don't realize I'm walking. But all day, I'm just power walking. And I'm like, oh, it's been 10 miles. It's been 10 <laughs> miles uphill. Black asphalt. <laughs> no support. No one's talking to me. I'm sweating into the mask. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I, I'm nowhere near a dining area, so I can't even drink the Sprite that came with the corn dog. <laughs> just out here dying oh, so of you, thirst. You, you can't drink when you're walking around. They really don't like it. And there seems to be a lot more like cop Disney characters than just like regular people working there. Like a lot of policing, which I'm like, look, I get that you're keeping me safe, so I appreciate it. But good God, I just want to sit. <laughs> I just want to sit. And what was the park capacity like? I mean, here's the thing. It also seemed like it, maybe it's because you had to wait in lines so much, but it, it maybe felt like it was 30%, which is mm. still not that low, I guess. Like, I, I think a lot of the time there's people just sort of sitting around waiting for parades or for fireworks or shows and stuff. And those people are just out. And so it, it did feel like very crowded in Adventureland, Fantasyland, all of the Magic Kingdom. I think there were just way fewer people at California Adventure because, you know, who's bringing their kids there? <laughs> like, <laughs> as the main park, like, you know, they had their Ferris wheel experience once and they're not trying to repeat it. So, yeah, it felt like it felt like a lot of people. Right. And the and you said the cast looked really distraught. <laughs> uh, you know, they seemed like they did not want to be there. Even for a second, they didn't want to answer questions, which, like, I also don't like answering questions at my job. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I get it. But typically, there's just, like, an air of, like, kind of happy to be here, you know? Or, like, they get to do fun things, like blow bubbles or, like, <laughs> give a kid a balloon. None of that. It's just, like, a lot of standing around and, like, behind, you know, 14 inches of glass. I mean, I went into that confectionery where it's like, oh, you can watch them make the apples and stuff. There's no one making the apples. The apples are wrapped up. It's a but if you want to look at a lot of apples that are in bags, <laughs> that's a great place to go. It was so horrible. The only official merch of the pandemic era was just like disposable masks, but objectively, I think you could get better ones on Etsy. It was just sort of like <laughs> the lower half of Mickey's face. <laughs> that was kind of it. And no one bought them. No one, because we had to have our own. Right, yeah, yeah you, you had, had to, to roll walk in with, with a mask. Yeah, so it's like, who is, I mean, unless one flies off your face on a ride, which I think was the excuse of those two gentlemen <laughs> who got escorted out of the park. Uh, I think you don't really need it. Even just that you were able to witness two people getting kicked out, like, that's always been one of my, like, one of the great mysteries to me at, when you're in like Epcot and they're yeah. like just roving bands of super drunk people. And it's like, yeah. I know those people are get, getting 
like somehow mysteriously disappeared here, but oh, I yeah. will never see it. Right. Oh, yeah. But it's just like <laughs> that you are able to just while walking by, see two people getting kicked out of the park feels. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was the only ride I got. <laughs> it was the best attraction of the day. <laughs> no wait. <laughs> the lion is just wherever you stand, to hear them yelling through their mask about how they had a mask emergency. <laughs> um it was yeah it's wild i mean i always enjoy like i'm not happy that people get kicked out of the park because they're obviously misbehaving but it is always entertaining because it's usually because they're wasted and they're just like trying to pick up somebody who works there or like screaming at children (laughs) or just you know generally being assholes so yeah i mean this one was very public it was right outside the Incredicoaster. It seemed like <laughs> that maybe that was where they had taken their masks off. And, you know, in their defense, maybe they saw that sign that said that there would be pictures and that they wanted to <laughs> smile pretty for them. And they were like, That's we true. read the sign. <laughs> but, you know, it's also like I, I kind of envied it. I'm like, do they get a ride back to the car? <laughs> what, <laughs> what do I have to do? <laughs> Oh, it was so long. It was so, so long. The reason there aren't trams for the parking garage is because those trams are it, are exclusively <laughs> driving people out that have been yeah, kicked out. Kicked out. <laughs> yeah. And it's they're a, driven an by, by Mickey, who's behind the fence, just like, you motherfuckers! <laughs> you broke the rules! Yeah, you didn't have a mask emergency, you fucker! You're leaving the happiest place on earth! We've got the tram! Fuck you! <laughs> It's a world of fuckers, a world of lies. As you see, it's a world of masking where everyone cries. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely the nightmare. Why were all the rides down? I think because they didn't want to work there. (laughs) I mean, we know that the wages in this country are bad and they are historically the worst at Disney. And so I can't imagine that it is worth it to be there in a mask outside in heat all day talking to people like me who don't know if there's a single writer because she didn't read the page (laughs) that comes up when you go to (laughs) Disneyland.go.com. Like that's just, you know, I am the deterrent. They can't attract the talent. Uh, people are tired. <laughs> people are tired. It just like, it really seems like just a thing to do. Like they were like, well, this is mostly outside. So I guess we could, we can reopen, but no one's happy about it. They're mad at you for coming. <laughs> They're like, how dare you buy a ticket and show up here? <laughs> they seemed like I was putting them on the to something like it was my fault that this was happening and i guess it was if you think i mean in a way i didn't have to do all that i have another ticket and the way it works is you buy the ticket and then you make a reservation for the day you want to go i don't see myself making a reservation for like six months at the very least and definitely never going alone again i've gone alone a bunch in the past it's great when there's like stuff to do yeah, when we when we met up, I had spent the first half of the day by myself and I was kind of like, this is awesome. Yeah, you get <laughs> everything in. Yeah, you don't got to run anything by anyone. You just fucking mm-hmm. jump on whatever. Exactly. And uh, like it's very freeing, but not if everything's broken <laughs> and you have to wait seven hours for Dole Whip. Yeah, I was really seven thinking about that when we had seven it's the only food. Like I'm like, you're telling me I could get a reservation at a restaurant in five hours, but this one thing is so backed up. <laughs> like, and it's like they have it at several locations, I think, all of them. 
it's the only thing that I'm like, you're not getting one. You just that like, people told me that they have them at Dodger Stadium now. And so now I think I'm going to go alone to a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> just to get a dull whip. Yeah. And just to get hit with a baseball and ended. Like, I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm so tired of the pandemic. It has been so bad. Couldn't recommend it less. Uh, I would have rather gotten hit with the baseball one time than gone that day. Because it also took two hours to get home. <laughs> I had to be in traffic and I'm like wearing these stupid mini ears like a fool. Like, <laughs> people think I had a good day just by looking into my car. I did it. <laughs> Don't be jealous of me. I, <laughs> I'm the fool. I'm the clown. I like the, I like the, the image of you stuck. <laughs> you're stuck on the fucking 405 or whatever and like the people next to you and you like do the unroll your window symbol and you're like it was terrible just in case you think i had fun i did not have fun exactly turn back people are like it's good i should go no (laughs) don't do it you don't want to do it are they are they doing fireworks uh no Nope. Yeah. None no of that. Fireworks, no parades. <laughs> no parades. No shows. Because I guess they're like, we don't need the people singing as Beauty and the Beast spitting on the audience. <laughs> so it's just keep it move. Keep, keep it moving. I just can't. I, I I'm still like I had. I have a therapy appointment coming up. <laughs> where You're like, I'll just we're talking take about it. Disneyland. Yeah. Like wow, all of my memories are tainted. <laughs> oh, no. Why it's don't like you go? With your therapist. <laughs> I take her through the trauma yeah. in real time. And I'm like, so imagine you're not clicked into this ride with me. The whole time it's roasting me about being here. <laughs> the whole time it's just like, who even cares about the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> no one even cares about you and your mission. <laughs> you thought you were saving the planet. Well, joke's on you. We wanted you to fly away. Uh, so it's just like... Really rough. I think that she could help me process it. You all are doing a great job. I don't think I've spoken it out loud. I've just been staring at the wall. I have a whole bag no. of mini ears. I'm Kilo. never opening it again. What oh, does no. what does Dole Whip mean to you? I just think that Dole Whip is the quintessential Disney treat. It is surprisingly good, even though it sounds like something that might be daunting. I mean, I'm not that big of a fan of pineapple usually, but okay. the first time I had a Dole Whip, you know, I just gave it a shot and it's only ever gotten better. Like, uh, you know, when I was at Epcot, I remember they had a pavilion at one point that had uh, like a whiskey floater in it or like a bourbon floater in it. Maybe rum. I think it was rum. Rum and pineapple go together. <laughs> whiskey would be a little bizarre. But it was like, uh, you know, that was amazing. The last time I was ever Dan, he got this great one with like tagine and all of this like Dude, cuccumbers was, and like stuff I in it. I fucking think about that Dole Whip regularly. So, so I was thinking see- about it. <laughs> Sometimes I pull up the photo that I took of it and just look at it. <laughs> It made it into my Instagram carousel, just a standalone photo of your Dole Whip. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that shit was good. And I, I thought, right. I, you know, I didn't get it that time, but I thought this was the time. Right. And I, I, don't, I don't know if I'll ever <laughs> get it. wait seven hours. <laughs> just me waiting in line. Just like they have like a person, like it's Trader Joe's with a sign. It's like the end of the line's here. <laughs> it's at the entrance of the park. Like that's one of the things that I feel like, especially people that, tend to go to Disneyland complain about Disney World is like with Disney World, the best way to experience it is to use their like Fast Pass Plus where you book, you know, a certain number of things like a month or two out from when you actually like there's a level of 
pre-planning involved that makes mm-hmm. the whole experience a little bit easier. Yeah. But this idea of like, you know what, in seven hours, I'm really going to want a dole whip, right? Yeah. Like I get the idea of like some rides, like make sure yeah. I book the rides that I want to do, yes, right? But this totally. idea of like Any a food? seven hour wait <laughs> for a spontaneous food item really kind of takes takes a lot out of it. Yeah. And there's a lot of places where like you can't even get a bottle of water. Like you can't like you would have to take a picture of the QR code and then they'll tell you when it will be ready. And it was like 45 minutes. So I'm like, I'm not going to wait 45 minutes for water. I'm, and I'm not going to drink out of a water fountain. I'm just going to start feeling my kidneys on the walk. <laughs> like, you know, like that's where you can have it. I just, I'm not waiting. Like, I think that as a person who really values my time, I felt attacked all day, <laughs> like all day. I went to a bathroom. They immediately put up a sign that was like closed. Thankfully, what? the companion bathroom was open and I'm like, I'm going in. I don't have a companion. You can't stop me. I'm already in here. You're not dragging my ass out. I'm using a- it. Suddenly you hear the voices from the Millennium Falcon again. You're in the <laughs> companion bathroom. Yeah, you're supposed to be in here with somebody, but you're in here like you're alone. Pilot, huh? Oh, looks like someone's that- peeing by herself, like a loser. Yeah, I guess that corn dog didn't agree with Solo Dolo over here. <laughs> <laughs> they just, you know, it was just so bad. It was so bad. It was really uh, amazingly horrific. And I was on vacation, like, from work. And so I was also like, I mean, I could have just sat in my, my pool for the first time in a long time. No wait there. No wait at the pool. <laughs> no one ordered. reminding you that you're all alone. <laughs> exactly. My pool appreciates it. I just can't. It was really, it was rough. I, I say don't go back until it's like, And look, I'm sure they'll raise capacity and change their masking guidelines soon. But even then, it's like until it is safe and good and like there are parades (laughs) and you can actually get within like a mile of the Disney characters. I kept seeing random ones that I was like, oh, my God, Edna from Incredibles. Like, you're never out. I'm like, what's the difference? Like, if I took a picture, people would be like, I don't know. Where is she? (laughs) if you squint it's that black bead in the corner (laughs) that's That's not so incredible today just calling people out for not wearing masks and throwing them up against the fence where (laughs) Mickey fucks them up from the other side it's so true it's also like you know this might be a little dark but there there is a level (laughs) Of, like, the past year and the level of the traumas that, like, seeing the, like, Disney police pulling over these two people, a part of me is like, should I pull out my cell phone and record it? <laughs> like, are they oh, going to no. get shot by the Disney police? And then I was oh, like, no, no Akilah, you're at Disney. <laughs> like, things have been bad today, but they couldn't be that bad. <laughs> like, you're not going to watch a murder. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, my word. It is really like that. <laughs> so, in sum, Achilles, Hughes, your recommendation. Save your money. Uh, watch any rerun of any TV show, even ones you don't like. <laughs> Maybe just like, you know, I'm not going to, Disney Plus isn't paying me, but all the movies feel more magical than going so really do anything else. I just thought it was 
truly horrific. Um, like, I mean, an experience that is going to be a long time for me to forget. Like, I feel like I've forgotten good times I've had at Disney sooner <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> than I'll forget this horrible time. It's always it's the way. Not good. Yeah, yeah. It's like bad. Like, I, if I ever see the cars ride again, I'm going to be like, wow, that lady yelled nope at me. Oh. <laughs> it turned her back. <laughs> I walked away like I was that uh, gif of Michael Sarah in Arrested Development with just like my hacking <laughs> 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 rocks <laughs> to nowhere. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, oh. With that, Keila Hughes, thank, <laughs> thank you, you for so joining much. us. Thank you Have for having me Have a magical day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I've been wanting someone to say it to me. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I think, uh, I, think I was, that I'm not throwing my ears on right away. I was not expecting any of that. <laughs> I was not expecting any of that. <laughs> so we're not going anytime soon? I think it's worth the wait. I mean, the wildest thing is so... Even as Aquila was at Disneyland, that was like right when Disney World was relaxing all of their rules. So like now you can wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask if you're outdoors at Disney World. Uh, they no longer have six foot distance markers. So you're just sort of supposed to keep your distance. And uh, yeah, like all bets are off there. So... Imagine when did Disney World open? They they said fuck it real early on. They said it fuck it real early. They were closed. I think they opened last summer. They've had fairly um, stringent requirements, more more stringent than the state of Florida has required. They've had their own. But um, when the CDC basically moved to fuck it mode on their uh, masking guidance, the next day Disney World had changed their mask requirements you still have to wear them inside and technically you're supposed to wear them if you are in a line for any ride but i've seen a lot of footage of the like outdoor and extended lines of just people smashed together all no one wearing a mask seems great i will say that here in new york city we have because we've been told we don't have to wear them outside anymore yeah most people don't okay we had very very good compliance here with the rules so just because it's it's a it's kind of hard to transmit outside right moving around in the open air totally so we have tended like we now go to the dog park and it's hot so we take our masks off and it, yeah. it feels wild and and dangerous yeah we've been working on when we're outside we've been working on being maskless as well and uh yeah it feels funny we we tend to wear them around our chin, and then even though you don't have to, pulling them up if you pass by. Like, there's yeah. a lot of that just automatically, like, I'll just pull this up. I'll just... Yeah. I saw today, and this <laughs> is verified information, flu cases went from 38 million cases of the flu. Right. To 2,038. Total. Like some of this shit. And so first of all, like that is wild. Second of all, 
we <laughs> basically eradicated the flu last year and still this is how bad COVID was. So Jesus Christ, think about the people that were like, it's no worse than the flu. <sighs> um, I can't then because I still have uncontrollable rage issues about that. Yes. But then there's just the level of like, boy, what if we did some of this stuff every year? Think of how much healthier we'd be. <laughs> like, you know, even just airplanes and large gatherings and, you know, the subway or when like Janice today pointed out, like, think of how many times one of us has been sick and we've gone to the grocery store to get like chicken soup and stuff. It's like, oh, what if we wore a mask then? Yeah, I don't hate it. No, no. It's also great if you have allergies. It kind of has a little extra protective barrier yeah, to help keep the... True. My allergies is, are such that I would need to wear it in my house all the time, which is not going to happen as much. Then why not wear a big old helmet? It Well, I mean, it would look cool. Just a big old Aquanaut helmet. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, yeah, everyone. I think that um, we've uh, I'll be making Dill Whip at home. Yeah, I just think that it 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 just doesn't sound fun. What about that didn't sound fun to you, Dan? Yeah, I maybe. I Just call me wild. My interpretation of that was it's not that fun. That would be where I went. So well, we will, says Uvia, go to Disney World. But we might wait till it's fun again. We're going to wait a little bit. We're going to yeah. wait a little bit. I think let's wait till it's fun. Not just till it's open. Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where if you give it five bucks a month, you get uh, a bonus episode every single week. And if you give uh, at $10 a month, you get that bonus episode and a sticker every month as a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Our theme music was performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at Says Who Podcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. The Fan Run Discord is going to be hosting a Box in the Woods reading group. Yes, they are. If you want to join in on that, go to tinyurl.com slash says who discord. Maureen, do you have more info on that? Uh, I will soon. I have to um, help that. We have to pick a date, but we'll be picking the date and then there'll be more info. Yeah. In the next episode, we will have the info. I love it. And until then, spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen can join us next Wednesday, June 2nd. How did that happen for I, our next no. episode? That freaks me out. From my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And from Disneyland, California, I am Maureen Johnson. Help me. <laughs> I'm in Disney jail <laughs> and I'm being held in the basement of the cast area of Pirates of the Caribbean. And this has been Says Who. Can I admit something, Maureen? Yeah. 
I think I would wait seven hours for a Dole Whip. <laughs>